Good evening, Patriots. And it is Monday, almost said Friday, Monday, June 27th. It's not the end of the week yet. Monday, June 27th, year 2022, East Coast, you just hit Tuesday. At least you're one day ahead of us. It's always Mondays. You always go that Monday and you're like, ah, it's going to be that nice, relaxing day. And then by the end of your day, you're like, "Um, what happened to that? It's just another Monday of crazy. Today was a crazy day of news, too. Lots of stuff going on. I have some neat, a really amazing letter I'm going to read here in a minute. Really amazing for all that it says, and it's spot on. We've got some great scripture to go over. And before we begin, make sure you're getting a good night's sleep with all that you've got going on. You're going to need to head over to MyPillow.com to make sure you do that. We had Mike Lindell on last Friday night. You heard his story, how Walmart's, the woke Walmart has deplatformed them, or not deplatformed, but took their products off the shelf and won't carry them online either. But they had some Chinese companies selling his products, I guess. I don't know what that's about. That just sounds typical underhanded. Walmart's, Walmart's big agenda is to bring in Chinese-only made stuff. They don't want any American-made things. How far we have fallen from the original vision. And, of course, my pillow is a wonderful American company. So make sure if you're going to get sleep products, which you need to have good products. You need to have good products for your bedroom, your bathroom, comfortable products. Make your life comfortable. And the best value you're going to have, whether it's towels, sheets, comforters, pillows, mattresses, mattress toppers, even Bible pillowcases for the children. If you're, if you're going to get any of that sort of stuff, you got to go to MyPillow.com. So head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. That's the Bards Nation's landing page. All sorts of amazing sales that are always ongoing at MyPillow. And that's just part of the best things because it's right direct from the factory to us patriots from patriots. And you can go over there and use your promo code BARDS to take care of all of that, get the best savings. And if you want to speak to a real live Patriot Pillow counselor, you can call 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939. And you're off to the races. So again, mypillow.com forward slash BARDS, promo code BARDS. So Patriots, there's another thing here. Before we begin, I don't know if you heard earlier today, because I got the the alert early this morning. Dr. Carrie Midday was in a aircraft at a plane accident. She was in a private aircraft. To my understanding, was being flown by her boyfriend, fiance. I don't know what the relationship was. Doesn't matter. Her significant other, and they crashed. I don't know any of the details. But she's was in surgery today. She had a broken leg, I heard, and some problems with her vertebrae. I got that from Dr. Merritt. And we're going to have Dr. Merritt on here soon. But I'm just going to ask that you all keep her in her in prayer, please. Um, please keep Dr. Carrie Madej in prayer. She needs a lot of prayers for healing. She's a real hero in this fight. Amazing, the work that she's done. So we'll I'll try to... Get more details for you in the coming days. We'll get to know that. And then on another topic, um, I think what we're going to do, back to Dr. Kerry Midday, I think what we'll do is we'll we'll have Jennifer Renee, our, our Bards Nation potter, 
of Southern Echoes. I'll have her make something for Dr. Carrie Madej for healing, a raku piece, and we'll send it from Bard's Nation. I think that's good. I just thought about that. That's perfect. So the other thing is um, I mentioned we had flags for sale, and this isn't. This kind of just started out with like, okay, we got flags because we had a really great patriot get these flags ordered for us for Bard's Fest, and then we, through him, we got some more done, and they're all American-made, really high quality. And so they're a Bard's FM flag, black flag, white print, which has all sorts of cool things to it. Well, this is what it's, I mean, it's cool meeting, which is what I'm getting at. Um, the black flag is literally, when you raise the black flag, it, one of the symbolisms of that is to give no quarter. And I, I love that symbology right now because these flags to me, when we, Bars FM is a channel dedicated to God, as you know. God walks in this channel, runs this channel. I'm just the mouthpiece. So when we raise the Bards FM flag, we are giving no quarter. This is God's land, and we are occupying it and stewarding it for God. So what we're going to start working on, I'm going to be talking more about it. We're going to get this whole thing built out on the website, but if you, I'm encouraging people to get flags because what we're going to do is we're going to put together a video and we're hoping to get this done by the end of August. And what we want you to do is to fly your flag and then you just come up with a creative way of doing it. But we want to symbolize, we want to have a flag flying in at least every state and every province in Canada and as many countries around the world as we can. And thanks to one of our great followers in the afternoon, she's in Wales, who now has a Bard's flag. She, she made the comment that when she flies it, it's going to become a Bard's outpost in Wales. So that's kind of what we're calling it. It's the Bard's outpost project. I'm, yeah, the, the Bard's outpost project. So we have a Bard's outpost now in Wales, and we've got one. The flag's on its way to Chile, and we've got another flag on its way to England. We want to get as many countries, every state, and as many people as want to in the states is fine. And we're not just talking one. And we want to get as all the provinces in Canada. We want to get Mexico, of course, or a neighbor to the south. And then we have some other, we're going to have a ton of two sides, like you flag, you fly, and then we want to get some special location flag flying going on. So we want to get a flag flying on the Great Wall of China. We want to get a flag flying we want to have a flag flying in front of the Supreme Court. It doesn't have to be there permanently. We just need the video of the flag flying and being held there. You want to get a flag flying in front of Mount Rushmore. We want to get a flag flying probably in the, <laughs> probably in the courtyard of the Vatican. That'd be a kind of a nice one. <laughs> we'll take that snake pit back for God right there. That's what we'll do. So any creative ideas like that is what we're trying to do. Oh, yeah, someone said we need one at the Pentagon. Doggone right. We need one at the Pentagon. All military bases, anywhere we can get pictures like that. You want to get, we want to get Bart's flags flying all over the world. Africa, Australia. Australia, we love you. We know you're under siege. We want to get flags flying there. We want to get flags flying in all the European countries. Flags flying in front of the Kremlin in Moscow. So if you can imagine it, that's where we want one. Want to get as many of these going as possible, and we'll come up with an easy way to transfer your video. So don't worry about that. I just, I just telling you, kind of sharing what's happening in this coming days. We're going to put this together because this is going to be a big project. We want to get as many flags into the world as possible, 
and then we'll make a really cool video out of it. And that's the beginning of, that's the first video of another video, another short project we're going to do, short documentary on Bards Nation's people, which is going to be coming up hopefully by the end of the year. So a couple neat projects going along. All right, so we've really had this really nasty war going on here with the woke LGBTQ movement. And it's, as you know very well, I've said this, and I'm, I, I'm going to emphasize this. And I, we don't, I don't want to be having to be at war with, these, with people like this. I think it's dumb. The problem we have is that the people that are, have hijacked the LGBTQ movement, or it's actually just the LGBT movement, drop the Q, the LGBT movement, and they've add, those people that have added the Q, they're the ones that have caused this whole problem. And I, I think most of us would agree that it, it's not part of our demeanor to go out here and have to know somebody's sexuality. That, I, I've said this before. Look, that stuff is in the bedroom. It's between you and God. When I encounter somebody and meet them, I'm just meeting them as a human being in the earth. Okay, But when you start bringing that stuff into the classroom and you start grooming kids and you start doing this lewd and crazy behavior with these stupid parades and flaunting your junk in front of children, that's enough. And that's when the war really kicks in, if you want to, the war of words. Well, here's a really interesting piece. And I have a lot of respect for this. If you know, the other night I played, I can't even think of her, his name. It's a transgender that's supporting of Trump and conservative, and I have a lot of respect for the voice because they, it was very direct and very condemning of parents being stupid and bringing their kids to the transgender club. And I, and I completely concur. It's not only, it's reckless behavior. It is, um, and it's, it, that doesn't even speak to how bad a parenting that is, by the way. And seriously, this is just like the worst possible parenting ever. But there hasn't been enough of these voices is my point. And you've heard me say that. It's like, where are these voices condemning this? Well, guess what? Here's one right here. I'm going to read this to you. It's, man, it's a blunt letter. And this was on the tinfoil 1701 uh, Twitter feed. And that's who wrote it. And and so just bear with me. I, I think you'll, I, I have a lot of respect for this, for when people finally come out and speak truth. A message to the left from a gay man. It wasn't enough, exclamation point. Oh, you're angry because the reversal of Roe versus Wade. Okay. You're angry because you think they will come for gay marriage next and gay relations. Okay. Let's see whose fault is this per se. Any guesses? We're looking right at the issue now. You. All we gay, bi, lesbians, and even some sane transgender people wanted was to be able to live our lives as normal people and blend in with the rest of the community with our partners. We got that back in 2015, and we were good with it. In fact, we were closing the fight after that. However, 
for you, it wasn't enough. You sent your minions to a Christian baker who just wanted to bake cakes and follow his belief in God. You didn't want to go. You didn't want to go to the next store. You chose him so you could attack his beliefs. You did so so many times over. I'm surprised he's still in business. It wasn't enough. You began pushing Pride Month where corporations would virtue signal by putting pride labels on logos. You pushed it in every TV station across America why they had to sit there and deal with this crap for an entire month. Yet the birth of our nation, July 4th, only gets one day. Our veterans who fought for our freedom in this country only get one day. It wasn't enough. You pushed your ways into workplace and demanded that people who disagree with LGBT needs to be silenced and fired just for voicing their opinion, all for equality. It wasn't enough. You then forced your ways into the schools, silencing and shaming any opposition. If anyone said anything, even us gay people, you, we were all silenced, shamed, and even attacked at our workplace by getting us fired. It wasn't enough. You pushed your way through convincing society that children under the age of 18 were transgender at the drop of the hat. They needed access to hormone blockers and surgery. If people disagreed, they were bigots, transphobes, haters, evil. It wasn't enough. You now have trans people who transitioned at an early age and are now regretting decisions that have for forever mutilated their bodies and their lives destroyed. Yet when they speak up, they were silenced too and called transphobes. It wasn't enough. Now you have transgender activists calling out gay men that if they don't want to accept trans men as men, that they're homophobic even though by definition being gay means attracted to the same sex, not gender. You called us homophobic, transphobic, and attempted to silence us. It wasn't enough. We now have drag queens reading to kids in libraries doing very sexual erotic dances exposing themselves, yet you want to call that teaching equality. If anyone spoke up against it, Again, you call us transphobe, homophobe, and Nazis. It wasn't enough. Now we have teachers pushing LGBT ideology along with pornographic books and teaching about the sex positions while calling it LGBT sex education. When we called it out, you called us Nazis, bigots, homophobes. Now we have more pride events with full nudity and very explicit actions being done in front of children. We have sex kink being brought into the mix in front of children. We have parents bringing their kids to pride, exposing them to this stuff. When we called it out, you screamed the same name, transphobe, homophobe, and Nazis, and then some. We see what you are trying to do. You're normalizing pedophilia. However, myself and many other sane LGBT peeps are calling you assholes out. We're not going to let you do it. You destroyed equality for us, so we're going to make your lives miserable. You're not going to touch kids. You're not going to keep this going. It's ending now. We will call you out, expose you all to the world. When you start feeling like 
feeling that anger and hate follow flow towards you, call us homophobe, transphobe. It is no longer going to work. You played your card too long and it ends. You only have yourself to blame because it wasn't enough for you. It won't be enough for us until every single one of you are brought to some sort of justice. You're pedophiles. You are the monsters in the shadow wanting to get close to any kid around. You want to pervert them so you can normalize grooming them. Nope, not anymore. Get ready because we're coming for you. And we're bringing hell with us just for you. There is no discussion, no more reasoning, no more anything. You brought this on all on because it wasn't enough. Sincerely, the LGBT community who just wanted equality. I think that's a amazing letter. Tons of respect for the person who wrote this. Seriously. I and I, I really mean that. It's it takes a lot of courage in a community where you're silenced and you're already feeling like the outside is against you. So I just want to make this message very clear. I'm not against anybody of their choice like this. I don't condone the lifestyle, but that's not, I'm not going to, I'm not out here to judge. That's between them and God. As I've said so many times, and I'm going to reiterate it, just like in this letter, when you cross the line and you start dramming it down our throat and you start telling us we have to, we have to comply to what you say, and in particular when you go after children, that's when we draw the line. At least I do. It's like that's enough. Everything else, we have to learn to live with each other because God put us here on this earth, and there's a lot of challenges there. So much respect for the person who wrote this, because this is a sort of courage it takes, especially courage from within, to stand up within a community and make yourself heard. This was something we ran into in Afghanistan and in operations in the Middle East, which was ongoing, and it was a similar type of challenge. Radical Islam, believe it or not, is not the mainstream form of Islam. The problem is radical Islam, just like this other Nazi movement here that's flying its colors under rainbow and calling itself, emphasizing the Q of the LGBT part, they're, they're vocal, they're hateful, they're threatening, and they do everything they can to work together to ruin people's lives, get people fired from jobs, threaten their families, make their life miserable. And especially when you're in a community like this, that can be very devastating because perhaps if you don't have enough people around you being a single voice out, you can be ostracized from your own community and not be welcome in another community. Meaning like we'll say mainstream America and in this a community of gay, lesbian, if they're kicked out of that community, it's a pretty lonely walk. So it's very difficult for people to stand up. This is courageous. And this was the same problem, like I said, we ran in with radical Muslims because most Muslims are not radical. In fact, most Muslims don't want anything to do with what radical Islam does. The problem is that radical Islam does certain things like blow up your family or take your kids or do other horrendous things like kill the kill the dad or things like this. And so they force people to comply and it takes tremendous courage 
to stand up. So to kind of put this all in context, a little bit off track, but to kind of give you how much effort it took, part of the mission of special forces that I worked with in, in Afghanistan was to create what we called local defense forces that could work with from within the community to learn to fight to keep the Taliban and these radical Islamic members out so that they could simply live their lives. Most people, at the end of the day, just want to be left alone. They're not trying to brand, grandstand. They're not trying to take all this other. But the problem we have with the movement is that we have a bunch of very weak, spiritually ungrounded people that all have some sort of daddy issue. And they are wanting everybody to recognize them. And the problem with the movement that is in the public eye, I'm going to have to, I'm going to work harder at making some distinctions because I don't, at this, the LGBTQ movement that we are experiencing, which is the one in the public eye screaming and, and I'm going to use his own words, the ones that are actually pedophiles coming out from the shadows that are wanting to be normalized. Many of these people are defined, most of them, including the ones that are alignment now with this progressive left and this whole ideology of the progressive left, their definition in life, their whole being is defined by sexual practices, sexual preference, and their own sexuality. So all of this defines them. And when you strip it away, you end up with a incredible freefall. Well, what are we witnessing? You take away abortion and it's not that they took it away. They took away their arching guarantee that in every state it would be the same. That was a federal overreach. By definition of our republic, it works perfectly when states get rights to choose. But they're losing their mind now because abortion as a fundamental issue, the killing of children and the ability that the left, this elite, has have done over the years to systematically degrade the principle of life, to say that a child is not life until it somehow comes out as a, as a grown baby. So according to the progressive side, there is no life in a child until it is born, which we all know is a lie. And they don't want to do that because our Constitution guarantees life, and that's what the Supreme Court has established. But the one piece about all of this that's fundamentally so simple is abstaining from sex. But how can you abstain from sex when everything about your life is defined by your sexual practices and your sexual behavior? And why is that? Because they don't have a, a root in God. They have no moral foundation. And worse yet, as they have walked into this darkness of everything defined by sexuality, they have been bred with this idea, a visceral hatred, visceral hatred for Christianity. And it's sick. I'm sick and sad at the same time. Video I saw today, they were, and they, and this is where you have to have a strong 
constitution around some of these people because they're going to do everything they can to provoke you, and this is going to get worse for a while. But a bunch of LGBTQ folks in this demonstration, and it's also just progressives because I, I can't tell anymore. They're all the same. Half of them have nose rings and purple hair, and half of them, I don't know. It's just whatever. And, yeah, I just stereotype, but what can I say? It's That's not a generalized because there's other people on the conservative side that have just the same, and they're great people, and I'm not judging that way. But it's crazy, crazy crowd over there. So today one of the crowds was playing soccer with a Bible, and the final they stole somebody's Bible and started kicking it around the ground. And they finally ran over and they threw it into a filled com- uh, outdoor toilet. So this is one of these things that it, it's, it's outrageous. Had they done it with a Quran, there would have been a riot. The one thing about Christians, as we have an enormous amount of temperance, doesn't mean that we like what's going on, but we're not going to walk in there and start a fight yet. And it may have to come to that because there's, I don't know. I don't, I don't seek that. I think that Father's got this pretty well right now, and I think that part of what we're witnessing right now is a very, very painful wrath for many. And I, I'm being very clear here because don't underestimate the power of what just happened on Friday. While we celebrate life, realize that the real impact happened that Baal, this worship of Baal, was dethroned. Think about what I just said. Because this entire nation was participant in the sacrifice of children for Baal. That's what abortion is. And this is why they're trying to convolute this idea that women can't get good health care. They're not going to be able to deal with crises during pregnancy or atopic, atopic pregnancies. That's all pure and absolute lies. All lies. So that's just something to keep in mind. Matter of fact, I want you to hear this piece. I played it earlier today, but it's worth playing again. My name is Dr. Christina Francis, and I'm a board-certified OBGYN. And despite having just finished 24 hours at the hospital taking care of moms and their babies, I felt like I needed to get on here to clear something up. Treating ectopic pregnancies or miscarriages or other life-threatening conditions in pregnancy is not the same thing as an abortion. This is very important to clear up because I know that many women out there are feeling fearful today that they might not be able to receive life-saving care if they need it. As a pro-life OBGYN who's practiced my entire career in hospitals that did not do abortions, I have never been prevented from being able to provide excellent health care to my patients and take care of these kind of conditions in pregnancy. And that's because the only intent of an abortion is to produce a dead baby. That's not the intent when we intervene to save a woman's life if she has a ruptured ectopic pregnancy or she's going through a miscarriage. Again, my heart is breaking that women are being made to feel fearful by the misinformation that's out there. Instead, women deserve to be empowered with information and they and their children deserve to receive excellent health care. And that's what we're trying to do and we'll be able to continue to do regardless of what each individual state does with the abortion laws. 
And here's the thing. She just kind of hit a key thing. Women deserve to be empowered. Everyone deserves to be empowered. And at this point in time, if someone's listening to the rhetoric of one particular side, you should know better. <clears throat> I know we're going to say, well, not everybody. I hear this all the time when I say this. <laughs> yeah, but not everybody is like you, Scott. And I'm like, Five years into this thing, if you haven't figured out that the media is lying to you and that the political parties are trying to manipulate you, if you haven't figured that out, oh boy, you need that red pill suppository about the size of a football and someone's going to have to kick it in. I'm sorry, but that's about where we're going. So it's, it's going to take some tough times for people to wake up. And this is a lot of where I see how God is working. And I think it's profound actually, as I sit back and really watch what God has done and the gifts that God's given us, the constitution was designed so that the federal government didn't reach into our lives. And so that the local areas where we lived defined us more in alignment with where we wanted to be. The idea was you had choice, that's liberty. And I think over time, we're going to see this, that sort of choice really trickle down to a county level, not just state. And that's going to be important because we're going to, there's going to be migrations to areas where people want to live in common view. That's fine. But I don't have to do business with you if I don't agree with it, nor do you have to do business with me. And I was reading a post early, someone posted something on truth about an upcoming, <laughs> an upcoming, the upcoming interview of Juan O'Saban. And I, I was I was laughing because the comment was there. Here's the comment: Considering you've brought Wano Saban into your world, it's made me question you. Wano Saban is a grifter and hangs with people like Charlie Ward and his squad. No, thank you. Well, I yeah, whatever. That's actually not true. But anyway, um, so this was my response, and I, and I and I this is what's kind of important is we understand this, and I said. I just, I don't seldom, I seldom respond to stuff on any of these, but I did respond to this one. I said, you know, the great thing about liberty is that you get to choose. And after 1,520 podcasts, to be honest, if one guest makes you question this show, you need to move on. And that's a true statement. You're not locked to have to do anything in liberty. And I happen to have gotten to know one. And I've, Juan has, like everybody else, I mean, he's a voice and he has a perspective. And I think that what, when he comes to the show, he brings a valuable piece. And I think you know me well enough. I, Tom, sometimes we're not going to agree on everybody I have on the show. That's okay. But that's also part of us learning to listen, right? And it's rather profound when you really think about it, because we have to learn to listen in God's world. Because those are opportunities for us to interact and to exchange. And I said this the other night, and it's a pretty important part of where we are right now. There is, all of us are pretty much worn out by this nonsense of the explosive, irrational, immature left. And I, I don't, and I mean that. And the funny part is, is that we're worn out enough that we start to come up with some pretty good comedy as well on the levels of just flat out stupid because there's no other way to describe it. We're not going to take it on, but we get 
were encountering it to such a degree anymore. They're just like, oh, here we go again. And you've seen the great memes, and there's incredible memes that are floating out there right now that are just <laughs> stuff that just makes me laugh. And it makes me so, it, it makes me laugh because it's all patriots just being free and being normal and being wonderful. And people making comments and just having no fear. And that's what the left fear hates the most is they can't, they've lost this ability to stoke fear. And anymore, we're just kind of looking at them. They tried, boy, did they try in 2015 and 2016, didn't they? And boy, did they try again in 2018 with violence in the street and beating up on old people. And you know, the most amazing thing, and this almost chokes me up every time, every time we saw that, we didn't fight back with guns. We fought back with prayer. And the most heroic of this is people didn't quit. And the left doesn't know what to do with that. This progressive left is unhinged. It only knows violence and threat. But see, that's Satan's motive. And right now, what God has done in the most amazing way is this worship to Baal, which was what this whole damn thing was, this was literally right out of biblical times, worshiping to Baal. God said, watch this. You no longer get to have the throne in this nation. And Baal got its butt kicked right off the throne. Now, the fight's going to come down to the local level. And that's going to be up to us now. And quite frankly, it's on us to now stand up. We have to take the action now to our local counties. We don't need to be in the streets protesting. Let them do that. Whatever. We need to drill into action. And this means... And I've said this, and I'm going to be coming up with a whole, we haven't, just letting you know, kind of in incubation, we're going to start putting together action groups because we need to, when the Supreme Court makes a significant decision, whether it's going to be concealed carry or whether it's going to be like something towards universal concealed carry or protection of Second Amendment rights or protection of First Amendment rights or the banning of abortion, we need to emphasize that at our county level and make sure that at the county level, our counties are in alignment with these profound changes. And the reason for that is that creates redundancy and, and it distributes the network. So that means that if you get somebody who hijacks the political system because of one big city and tries to drive the entire agenda of a state towards the ideals of a radical element in a city, it just won't work anymore because they can't overcome all the counties. So my, I shared this the other night, and this is an example of this is that in this state, Oregon, there's 36 counties. In the 36 counties, there's 30 of them that are solid red. My vision of this is by next year, we have 30 counties who have banned abortion in a blue state. That Oregon's one of the worst, by the way. It has the worst drug policies. Everything is legal, and there's more drug overdoses than any other state in the union right now. Oregon has an incredibly liberal abortion policy. I think it's more liberal than California. It's as bad as New York. We need to stop it. But we have a, a voting system that's hijacked, and we have a legislature that are all communist, satanic whores. And we need to then fight this at a county level. So the only way we're going to be able to do that is to come out and go county by county. So that's what we'll do. And we want to replicate that in every single state. And this is how we will create the impossible wall that they can't get through because it's, it, we create the counter maze, if you will. 
They can change it in a city. Go ahead, but you can't change the counties. And I think this is where God's kind of leading us because God dethroned Baal on Friday. And of course, Baal's a little pissed off. And so we have to hold strong to our faith and we have to continue to hold that line. And what's so impressive is that that's exactly what we're doing. Now, there was an amazing video. And by the way, I'm, I'm just I'm going to really kind of give a knock towards all the conservative media out there, the big ones. And I'm not talking podcasters. I'm just talking the print media, even on the conservative side. It's extremely disappointing that this video was not highlighted by anybody. And this is what the other part of the story was that happened at the front of the Supreme Court. We saw all the stupid crazies. That's what everybody wanted to focus in on. And this is literally like dirty laundry and smut cells. That's literally what it is. Because I don't need to see any more half-hinged transgenders walking around with a fat belly that look like a man that got run over by a truck and is wearing a bra. I don't need to see any more of that. I'm already permanently scarred for the rest of my life with the amount of garbage that I've had to look at. Oh, yeah, and then, and then that part, someone just wrote this, absolutely true, and screaming choice. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Or They're just like, they're just deranged. Okay, so I don't need to see any more of that. What we need to start seeing is the power of the wholesome, wonderful America. We need to see more of it. So for anybody out there that wants to contact your local conservative outlet that you like or whatever you refer to conservative outlet, tell them to start doing some of this because I'll do it. I'm going to do it. Meaning I'm going to contact them, but we're also going to continue to talk about some of the great things here, but here's what we didn't get to see. There was, there were approximately 200, maybe more younger women, girls. I'm going to say that it's the range was somewhere between it looked like from the photo, somewhere between about 16 and roughly 22 with chaperones, women chaperoning them, that were all present at the moment they announced the, the rescinding of Roe versus Wade, all of them celebrating, singing songs, praying, and celebrating the fact that they were the first generation to be post-pro-abortion and committing to fighting for abort to ban abortion from this country forever. That's wonderful. My guess is they're all Gen Z. So they're all pro-life. They were raised right. So you have this one group of people, it's like, there's normal. And then you look over to the other side and you go, oh, that's the alien invasion that we've been hearing about. Huh, look at that. It's like there's literally people with green hair and there's other people over there It looks like they're lizard heads. And they don't even know what a woman is. And then you go to the other side and you're like, oh my goodness, look at that. They understand what a woman is. Did you notice how that little argument kind of got... <laughs> Someone just... <laughs> Someone on the board just wrote the retard invasion. Yeah, they, I don't know what planet they came from, like the planet Zog or something like that. It's like, where'd you come from? I am from Zog. Great. Is this what you, this is our army. Good, Zog. You, 
can take them all back now because we're done. We don't need them anymore. Man, I'll tell you. What in the heck happened to us? I'm telling you, it's literally like someone, I swear CERN has been working quietly and someone opened the portals from hell, the dark side, and it all slipped out and they're like infected with this, whatever the dark matter is that escaped into our atmosphere here. Craziness. It's crazy, crazy. But, you know, this is, the most amazing thing is if we sit back and we just look at what's happened in the last week, it's stunning. So you had an affirmation or confirmation that concealed carry, universal concealed carry, we're almost there now thanks to the Supreme Court decision. We had an, another interesting case that was about the SEC using private tribunals to judge cases that the Supreme Court struck down and basically said you can't do that. No one's talking about that case. It's huge because it basically says that every government agency that's trying to judge people's lives and convict them of crimes is no longer valid, and that changes everything, and that will, be, that will grow in, in magnitude. Then we had, on Friday, the... the the revoking of Roe versus Wade, incredible. And you see how crazy mad they are. And it's not just money, because it is a big money thing. The, what they generate in funds in on a global level is stunning. And we're the hub of it. And, of course, that affects their human sex trafficking, their sex slave stuff that they do, their regenerative garbage that they get from fetal cells, all this nonsense. These horrific practices, and of course, their worship of Baal, and that all got disrupted. Their God got kicked off the throne, and our and the God came in and said, uh, "Yeah, no more. You're gone." And then today, we had prayer reaffirmed in schools, and then we had New York Supreme Court strike down this new stupid law that they try to pass in New York. This and the New York Supreme Court said you have to be a citizen to vote. So you can start to see how this whole tide is shifting. This is God just playing hardball now. But it's, it has caused the Satan's little minions to go crazy because they're literally going to start throwing more and more tantrums, which they're doing. And that will continue. And the more tantrums that they throw, the more they reveal who they are for real. And the more we just sit back and go, and more people are sitting back and saying, okay, and why again did you want abortion? Because it has nothing to do with women's health. It has everything to do with you wanting to kill babies. And that's really where they're coming to. And the beauty of this whole process is that as God works, you're watching the brainwashing falling apart because they can't justify they can't cognitively work through their own process so i want to touch on this a little bit here as we start to get to the end here this subconscious i mentioned this to you before this is neuroscience in in the concept of language the subconscious will always try to find truth it's a beautiful part of what our body does and we're in a whole ecosystem so we can be told something and it will be something we might accept, but the subconscious is going to continue to work with that to try to align that with truth. And that's what over time kind of keeps us mainly 
if we're normal, we kind of keep on a steady line. We might veer left or right a little bit, but we're going to keep pretty level over time because of our subconscious, which processes something like a thousand times more processes than the conscious mind. Okay. When you get extreme stress and trauma like the pandemic, people that accept fear, it will become so stressful to the body ecosystem. And I've talked about this before that literally the subconscious will accept an alternate reality as a saving point to keep the body from imploding over too much adrenaline and dopamine. But what's happening right now is these truths are so profound that they're having to confront that it's causing another level of stress. And here's the beautiful thing about the way God designed us is the subconscious now will start to seek that path that will bring stability back to the whole body ecosystem, the body temple. And ultimately, the longer that they sit in this rage, they can't sustain it. They will wear out the false, the false line that they're walk, working on and the subconscious will seek truth and God is there to guide them into truth. It's a miraculous thing in our body. And so we're seeing the first step of, of loss, of the five steps of loss, right? First step is anger. And then comes denial. We're in those phases right now. These are the denial phase you're seeing is the people screaming up like, we're going to open up tents. This is Elizabeth Warren. We're going to open up tents to do abortions in the national park. And you're like, what? What? This is a, that's a great one, Elizabeth Warren. You're like a nut job beyond a good. And, and there's just anything they can do right now because this is the denial phase. And so they stoke the fires of, of crazy. But what follows from denial is bargaining. Now they're going to try to bargain with each other and you're going to start seeing the infighting because they're going to say like, you promised this. What are you going to be able to deliver? And none of it will work. And then you go to depression. And from depression, you go to acceptance. We're in those phases right now with most of them. So the biggest thing we can do is to pray and pray for them. Because we don't have to do anything other than extend our prayers as God would ask us to, that they find a relationship with Jesus and seek forgiveness for the ways that they've walked. It's that simple. Because once that ball of hatred is cracked and they are touched by the love of Jesus. Oh my, there's no going back at all. Isaiah 40, 29 to 31, he gives strength to the weary and to him who lacks might, he increases power. Though youths grow weary and tired and vigorous young men stumble badly, yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. And they will walk and not become weary. And then there are these words from Matthew eleven twenty-eight to 30. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For 
My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Patriots, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come here tonight with a very inspired heart to pray for the many right now that are enraged, in hateful mode, in irrational states of mind. We just pray that in this moment in time, as they go through these anger moments and as this dispels and all of this rancidness leaves them, that they can start to see more clearly with eyes that only you can give. That they can start to feel the power of Jesus and the lightening of the yoke and the beauty of light. That they can find a way through this. They'll stumble. And our prayers are that they can, whatever it takes, that they can move forward here to start to realize that there is such an amazing walk with you, Father, and with Jesus in this whole thing to give us love in a world where hatred just is not part of our equation. We, Father, we openly, we get frustrated for some of this, and we mock it. I mock it. You know that. But some of this, too, is just for us to bring levity to a situation. So if there are transgressions that even I have made, forgive me for these steps, but I am always going to say that it's important that we laugh a bit and realize how ridiculous we can be ourselves as well as others. But within that, there is a wholesome heart that seeks healing. For many need to be healed. Many have never met you. They have no relationship with you. They have no idea how amazing of a father you are. And that is a tragedy. So, Father, wherever you place us, allow us the words, the grace, the actions, the walk in life to transmit that example in such a profound way that it leaves them asking, how can I meet the God that they walk with? Because you are an amazing father and you have sacrificed so much for us to be here. So thank you. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. We are lucky. It's a great time to be alive, and we are so lucky. And there's so many great things happening. Let's not ever forget it. And in spite of all the crazy, do take a little time to laugh, because it actually is one of the best shows on earth right now. It's a little, it's a little wild at sometimes, and we don't always want to watch all of the craziness, but it's there. It is there indeed, and the biggest thing is a message has been sent to the entire world. That message is pretty clear. This republic is being restored. Life is now restored to this land. And God is taking back over the throne. Ball's been kicked out. Our fight at the local level has just begun, but we will prevail. And it will take some hard work. We've got to roll up our sleeves and move forward but we will succeed. So patriots, have a very blessed night. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He will never forsake us. 
But we need some real prayers for healing of this nation. Sincere healing of people and this nation. We've got to find our way back to living together and listening. In the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. Walk fearlessly and boldly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. I'll see you tomorrow for Bended Knee. Until then or until the next time. God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now. All this time we had to prove That we could stand here too All the nights been pushing through Fight for all we had to lose Reaching out for something To pull us up to level ground Oh, I can see it now I can see it now
tides out on the freeway let it ease my mind we run away sometimes when belonging becomes something to find 